G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. On our last program, we looked at the three most common mistakes that we men make in being part of our families. Well, this time, it's the women's turn. What are the three most common mistakes that women make in being wives and mothers? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program, as today we take a look at the women in your family from a different perspective. We live in a world that celebrates diversity. I've been blessed to grow up in a city with so much ethnic diversity. That means different cultures, different foods. It's awesome. And yet, for some reason, the diversity that we have in families often ends up being a source of tension and division, no more so than in the differences between men and women. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that men and women are profoundly different. Of course, that's why we fall in love, because we're different. But it doesn't take too long in a marriage for those differences to start to become a source of tension and division. Yesterday on the program, we talked about the top three mistakes that men typically make in a family situation. Pursuing work first, being emotionally withdrawn or completely unavailable, and abdicating their roles as husbands and fathers, as leaders. Today we're going to chat about the top three mistakes that women make in marriage and family. I make the point that we dealt with men earlier in case you've just tuned in and for some reason you come to the conclusion that I'm only knocking women. I'm not knocking anyone. What this series is about is dealing with real life issues that we all confront in our families. That's why it's called family, when things don't turn out the way you'd hoped. And as I've said a few times so far in this series, There aren't any perfect families out there. We all have issues to deal with, so let's get into it. The top three mistakes that women make in marriage and family. Because if you're a woman, if you can see some of these in how you behave in your family, then it's a great opportunity to make a few changes, to get things back on the rails, and to see the positive impact that it's going to have in your family. Here's the first one. The one at the top of my list is making your children more important than your husband. Now, mothers have an incredibly special role in bringing up their kids. They obviously carry them physically for nine months. They give birth to them and all that that involves. In most cases, they breastfeed them and do much of the day-to-day bringing up, particularly when the kids are young. Little wonder that mothers have such a close attachment to their children. And that's as it should be, right? Of course, through much of those younger years, mum spends countless hours investing in the little ones. Fathers do too, of course, and some families share that equally. But in most families, truth be known, the traditional roles still apply. But things get thrown out of kilter when at some point the children become more important to the woman than her husband. Manifests in all kinds of ways, the husband begins to resent the fact He can see how his wife lights up around the children and how she has that bored or even cranky demeanour when she's around him. See, this is such a tragedy. One day those children will be grown up and off on their way, living out their lives. And at that point, many couples discover there's nothing left between them. One of the root causes of that, not the only cause by any means, but one of the biggies, 
is this syndrome where women become more emotionally attached to their children and less emotionally connected with their husbands. Of course, it was never meant to be an either-or situation. It just wasn't. Wives and mothers have more than enough love in their hearts to go around. But if you check back to your wedding vows, it's most likely that you said something like this, I take you to be my husband, and in doing this, I set myself apart from the rest of the world for you and you alone. Everything that I am and everything that I have, I give to you. In the heights of our joy and in the depths of our sorrow, I promise to be by your side, to hold you, to encourage you, to honour you and to cherish you. All of these things are yours until we are parted in death. That means promising to put him first. And that leads me to the second mistake that seems to be so prevalent. Putting him first doesn't mean putting him down, especially in front of others and especially in front of the children. Whether it's politically correct to say it or not, most men are wired to lead. They just are. It doesn't mean dominate and control. No, not that. But some women seem to think that their husband is their own personal home improvement project. And so they nag and nag and complain and nag. They disagree with him in front of their children rather than in private. And that one thing can tear a family apart. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 19 says this, It is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. As a man, let me say amen to that one. And finally, I think the third most prevalent mistake that women make in family situations is not allowing the husband to perform his role when it comes to disciplining the children. In my view, all discipline should come from love and it shouldn't be harsh. That's exactly what the Bible says. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. But note here that the father does have a role to discipline the children, to set boundaries, to make sure that there are consequences for stepping over those boundaries. Mothers often undermine that process because they love their children so much. They want to make it easy for their kids. They want to kind of wrap them in cotton wool. And they do it to the detriment of their children and the detriment of their marriage. Kids need to learn these lessons when they're at home. They need to be prepared for the lives that they're going to leave out in that harsh, cruel world out there. And that requires some leadership and some discipline. And most often, it's the father's role to make that happen. So let's sum them up. The first most common mistake is making your children more important than your husband. The second is putting him down with constant nagging and complaining. And the third is undermining the husband and the father's role in disciplining their children. If you recognise any of those in your marriage, if you recognise any of those in your behaviour as a wife and a mother, then it's time to do something about them. Really. It's hard, isn't it? When, when someone goes and puts their finger on what potentially are faults of ours, it's a bit uncomfortable, isn't it? And yet none of what we've chatted about today is meant to criticise or condemn. I know that God wants so many good things for your family and he wants to bless your family and for him to be able to do that to its fullest effect, for you to experience the blessing of God in your family. We each need to own our part of the problem, to step up, to admit our faults and under God's mighty hand to set about doing something about them. 
Husbands love their wives more than words can say. I love this proverb. Proverbs chapter 31, verses 10 to 13. A capable wife, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. What a precious wife such a woman is to her husband and to her children. And what incredible power she has to either build up her family or to tear it down. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. If you're a wife and or a mother, let me encourage you to take those two scriptures to heart. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, and Proverbs chapter 31, verses 10 to 13. Your husband will never, ever, ever be perfect. He cannot be. But chances are that he loves you beyond words. And as you bless him with wisdom and respect, he will in turn bless you more than words can say. And when your children grow up seeing how mum and dad live, how they honour each other, how they respect each other, how they bless each other, that will have such a huge impact on them for the rest of their lives. And that, that's the way God always planned it to be. like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.